Hey everyone, welcome back to Learning to Live. Today we're going to be talking about struggling with your cultural identity, especially um, for me, identifying as Asian American, I've definitely struggled with my cultural identity. So we're just going to be talking about just my experience and some things I've taken away and sort of my path forward. So come along, take a seat and join me. So before we dig in into my struggles with my cultural identity and how I've been able to cope with that, I just wanted to give you all a little overview of my cultural identity. So I identify as Asian American, specifically of Chinese descent. My parents immigrated from Hong Kong. They had the privilege to immigrate here during their mid-20s, I guess. Um, So I was born in the U.S. and I had the privilege of growing up in the U.S. and in a community where my culture and my family was readily available and very prevalent in my bringing up. From a young age, I've always felt different than my other cousins and classmates who are also Chinese. Just because they were always so immersed in their culture and cultural identity, Whereas I heavily relied on them and my other family, like my grandparents and other relatives to really help me discover my culture and really implement some cultural aspects into my life. I've always felt pretty distant in terms of my Chinese heritage and the culture and these traditions and practices around it. My parents never really pushed me to learn Cantonese or Mandarin or strictly adhere to the traditions and cultural norms and superstitions. Therefore, I was really never immersed in my culture and I didn't really identify with it or connect with it as much as my other relatives and friends. I've always felt a little lost and sort of an outsider or like I didn't belong or deserve to be Chinese just because I didn't adhere to many of the conventions and social norms and sort of the traditional upbringing in which children learn their language and attend like classes to learn about their culture and practice all these traditions and everything like that. I was never really exposed to that. I was exposed to it but sort of on a minimal level, whereas a lot of my friends and family were heavily immersed in that and heavily immersed in their culture and really found their belonging and their place in their culture and really was able to shape their identity and develop their cultural identity from a young age. I think the first time I started to realize this was when I began to make friends who also were Chinese, and they would always talk about the traditions they adhered to and everything else surrounding it and including like Chinese school and sometimes they would even speak in Chinese and I have like a minimal understanding of Chinese like I've been able to absorb some of the language and the colloquial vernacular as I've spent time with my relatives and just growing up in that sort of family not necessarily my immediate household though I think they expected me to relate and to understand what they were saying just because I was also Chinese um so I guess 
out of embarrassment and shame, I think I just went along with it, even though deep down inside, I lacked this knowledge and awareness. And I think it really started to come to the surface that I was missing such an integral part of my family. Or it may have just been sort of the peer pressure at a young age to fit in, especially in a school where the majority of the students were Chinese or at least Asian. And we all sort of had that same mentality and shared that same upbringing and culture and adherence to that. And therefore, I sort of felt left out and out of place and that's where I really discovered how out of touch I was with my culture. This wasn't especially prevalent or wasn't a frequent appearance but I definitely felt the judgment from myself at least and the shame of it anytime it were to occur just because of that peer pressure to fit in especially at a young age where minds are so vulnerable to that mindset. I think I really struggled with that, harbored a lot of shame in it and disappointment. Um, But I think the most prevalent area where I felt these feelings were when my family and I would get together with our extended family, including cousins, grandparents, aunts and uncles, and even skin cousins and second aunts. During these dinners and during these get-togethers, I felt really left out and distant from my relatives as they would all talk in Cantonese while I just sat there listening. Um, To give some context, they're much more traditional and immersed in the culture and they've heavily retained their roots. And in these events, sometimes they would notice me being sort of lost in translate for me, which is really considerate, but I also felt really ashamed and embarrassed for not knowing something so integral to my culture and being a burden in their conversation. And I also felt like they sort of pitied me a little while also judged me a little just because I knew I didn't know the language, but I wasn't really doing anything to change that. And I also think being an only child, they also sort of pitied me just because I was kind of alone. That language barrier also furthered that distance. And on that, the language barrier definitely posed a great challenge in really connecting with my extended relatives and with my family on an intimate level, like how a lot of other families are just really tight-knit in terms of their extended family. And I think that language barrier was really prevalent in our relationship and being able to forge that intimate relationship, especially with my grandmother who solely spoke Cantonese. We didn't really have lengthy conversations, more just like brief chit chat and so on. And I think that really impeded my ability to connect with her and get to know her and for her to get to know me. That really posed a hindrance to our relationship and my relationship with my other relatives. Even though they know how to speak English, they usually prefer to speak in their native language, Cantonese. So I definitely got more of the short end in terms of connecting and having deeper conversations. Going back to my childhood experience, I think this disconnect from my culture has caused me to desire other cultures, specifically more Western cultures in terms of American American and Western European culture. And a lot of this has to do with me obviously living in the US and growing up in the age of technology and social media, where all forms of entertainment and media 
are showcased in more of a Western perspective and view, making these self-comparisons in terms of traditions, appearances, and just overall culture, while also taking into account the, the biases and the stereotypes surrounding Asian people, specifically Chinese people, exacerbated this disconnect and distanced me even more from my culture, as I think it brought a level of not shame, but just wanting to fit in in sort of a conformity aspect. Because prior to this, I embraced my heritage. I had no problem being Chinese. I didn't really see any difference, I guess. Maybe that was just me being naive as a child. But I truly think that I really embraced myself and embraced my identity and loved my culture and who I was and all the traditions I partook in, especially with my extended family in terms of the more traditional aspect. Being disconnected from my own culture and being immersed in Western culture by default as I lived in America and I continue to live in America and consuming American culture every day as it's sort of ubiquitous around us, even in school and as we walk down the street. This led me to become more interested in Western culture and led to negative self-comparisons and cultural comparisons. And also, as I've said previously, sort of derailed my efforts and my interest to become more immersed in my own culture and Chinese heritage. A large Part in terms of how I was able to overcome this mindset and stray away from this cultural and personal comparison is definitely attributed to both personal growth and I think societal growth in terms of more diversity and representation. As I grew up, I think I distanced myself from this comparison mindset and started to embrace my culture and my physical appearances, no matter how limited my understanding of it was in terms of my culture. I think this is partially attributed to the rise of Asian culture in America, especially in food and media in the recent years. I think as I began to notice the greater interest American, especially Chinese culture, I started to embrace it a little more and make those efforts and set those intentions to take more interest in it and learn about it. I definitely saw myself, you know, asking more questions about my heritage and Chinese traditions and whatnot, especially going on grocery was able to tap into that environment and spur my interest in my culture. And in those places, I felt more connected to my culture, even though I still faced that language barrier, even though in those places, the language barrier was the most prevalent, I think. And I think this comfort and impetus to embrace my culture was partially attributed to the amount of like similar faces around me and seeing all the traditional emblems and traditions showcased made me more interested and made me feel comforted in who I am and my culture just because seeing it all around me made me feel less of an outsider and seeing everyone around me and seeing everybody take such great interest even though they're not Chinese, even though they're tourists, which they're kind of annoying, but it's fine. Made me also want to embrace it a little more and help me grow into that mindset where I don't compare myself or my culture to other people or other cultures. I think that definitely helped me grow out of that mindset. But a large part of my growth and effort to embrace my culture is definitely attributed to growing in terms of age and just maturing 
as a person while also being exposed to more immersive experiences and seeing more representation and I guess being exposed to new perspectives and people as I moved on to different schools and met new people while also traveling I think that also played an integral role in my growth in embracing or I guess re-embracing my cultural identity. Going back to the Chinatown and Chinese grocery shopping experience, um, seeing so many people that shared the same cultural identity as me sort of rubbed off on me, I guess, and I was able to absorb this environment and sort of indirectly absorb their passion and their interest and their knowledge and awareness of their culture into myself and sort of spur that interest and that fire or fuel to set those intentions and seek out learning opportunities in order to immerse myself in my culture and learn more about it. I also really enjoyed seeing others participate in the same activities as I previously had and just buying the same groceries and goods, however trivial that may seem. It assured me that even though I am a bit less knowledgeable, less aware of my culture, I'm still connected to my culture and therefore sort of connected to these people, even though I don't know them, just through the shared experience of buying these goods and sort of the stories and the role they place in each of our lives and our cultural identity, I think that was able to really help me identify and find my way towards embracing my cultural identity. It also just brought comfort just seeing other people have the same items and sort of maybe the similar memories and purposes and roles they place in both our lives and how they shape us in terms of like how we spend time with our family or just our culture and how it sort of brings us back to it and the comfort it provides us even though we're so far away from I guess the origins of our culture and possibly where we originated from or at least our family. To this day I embrace my cultural identity and I'm proud to be Chinese American but I definitely face the imposter syndrome and disconnect from my Chinese culture since that language barrier still stands readily between us and just my knowledge gap and the formative experiences of growing up and experiencing those traditions. And I still feel a little out of touch of those traditions and conventions as a result, just because in my immediate household, we don't partake in many of them. I think we mainly practice the more general and I guess minimal ones. And I know all of these things I can change and strive to implement and rediscover in my life, but I'm just having a hard time initiating that discovery, even though, as I mentioned previously, I did feel that urge and that impetus to sort of start that journey and make those intentions and put in that effort to learn and discover my cultural identity. Um, I think in a way, I'm sort of afraid to do so. There's a part of me that's holding me back just because I'm afraid of discovering all these things and becoming just overwhelmed of how much I've missed out on and I guess overwhelmed of how much is missing from me and all these experiences that I miss that I'll probably never be able to re-mimic or or have the opportunity to experience. 
And so I think that also has to do with a lot of anxiety, I feel, just in general. Um, and the fear of just what will happen if I, you know, discover all these things and they sort of, they don't really connect with me in a way that I think they would. And also just the fact that I've just missed out on so much formative experience and such crucial events and learning opportunities. And I think I feel like I'll be discouraged by that and sort of end my journey and discovery. And after doing so, that I'll just feel guilty and ashamed. And I think I have to get over that and just take a leap of faith in that chance. And also realizing that any effort and any intention that I put into it is still effort and intention and is still a learning experience and is still one step closer to me embracing my culture and discovering more about my culture and myself and just coming closer to connecting with it and also coming closer to connecting with all my other relatives and my family and friends who for a large part of my life I felt a little more distant to with the recent attacks and discriminations around Asian people and the rallying support around the Asian community with the AAPI movement, even if I'm not necessarily active in it, which I do feel a bit of shame. Um, but it makes me proud to be a part of a community and a culture like this. Even though I may not be actively in it, I feel I just feel this tie. I think being Asian American and sort of sharing that shared experience and that cultural tie. But it, I feel like it also emphasized my distance from my Chinese culture just because with all the information and advocacy going around um, on the news and on social media and with all these educational platforms and all my friends and other people I know just advocating for the Asian American community and speaking out on things they're really knowledgeable about and passionate about and these traditions and addressing these misconceptions, I've really felt um, sort of left out and not really aware of all of this and ashamed that I didn't know so and wasn't aware of everything. And just when I tried to support the community and advocate for that and provide information, I felt a little discouraged and ashamed just because I, I knew so little about it and I felt a little powerless because I didn't really know how to respond to these hateful acts. And, and it sort of reinforced that feeling of being an outsider and that imposter syndrome around being Chinese and my culture. It really showed me how minimal my cultural awareness was and confronting those acts and those false claims or misconceptions. I felt really powerless to speak up and support because I just didn't have the experience and the and education to support my community and advocate for change. And it really brought up a lot of shame and memories about my childhood and feeling, you know, like an outsider of my own culture and those feelings of being an imposter. But it also introduced a new feeling of just being ashamed that I've sort of let down everyone and those people and those victims and just the Asian community in general like I, I let them down in terms of my lack of ability to advocate for change and support them in any way possible it was like I couldn't do my part because I didn't understand or resonate with a lot of the sentiments surrounding the advocacy 
and I couldn't have those deeper cultural and intellectual conversations surrounding these issues just because I didn't feel I was aware enough or educated enough on my culture and I felt really self-conscious about that and just really ashamed for the most part just the shame of not being able to be there for others in this time of grief and pain this experience and these feelings surrounding my role or lack thereof in the AAPI movement and supporting the Asian community in this time of grief and sorrow and pain but also strength weakened my connection and the connection I was trying to build for so long and returned me to that outsider feeling and blurred my cultural identity and I should feel more impassioned and more strengthened to learn and discover my heritage and my culture and push aside those feelings of shame and letting down my culture and just really come to the realization that the longer I is even worse than the shame and my lack of awareness and ability to support the AAPI community. So as a lot of us did, I really made the effort to educate myself and become more aware of the stereotypes and the misconceptions and the false claims posited towards the Asian community and continued to be posited towards the Asian American community or just the Asian community in general. And I've definitely made these intentions and seeked out the resources and learning opportunities, however limited they may be in terms of the scope and the lessons and experience that they would be able to provide me in comparison to the more formative ones that maybe my relatives and friends um, were able to experience growing up. But nevertheless, I finally, um, I think it's kind of sad for me just that the AAPI hate and discrimination was the final impetus for me to further my cultural exploration and that it took such malice and such a an unfortunate and painful situation to wake me up and push me towards that direction in a true and effective and persistent nature um But aside from that, my main point is that I'm now at a place where I'm exploring my culture and my cultural identity and have started and I'm on that path to rediscovering that part of myself and restoring that part of myself and maybe bridging those disconnects while also forging more connections within myself and with others, especially with my family and even my friends. And I know it's still pretty early on, and I and I know it's a pretty long road ahead for me just because of the place that I'm starting. Um, but I really remind myself that I have to take it step by step. And just because I maybe didn't have those childhood experiences and that formative um, period of time doesn't mean I'm less deserving of exploring my cultural identity, nor does it mean that I won't be as quote-unquote, you know, Chinese or Asian in comparison to them. I think I have to really ingrain in myself that everybody has their own identity and their own journey and their own path to self-discovery and cultural discovery, and that all impacts us in different ways and sort of makes that cultural identity 
unique and personalized and if this is the path for me and if this is the direction um, I'm supposed to take in order to reach that personalized cultural identity and the personalized connections I make. I think I just have to deal with that and sort of block out any other comparisons or um, flashbacks or memories of those um, sort of frustration and feelings of giving up or shame. I think I just have to focus on the bigger picture as a whole rather than getting so caught up in the details and the um, and the mistake or my lack of action or the disconnect and the distance I've experienced and sat with for so long. I think I just really have to push myself forward and have my mindset in a more positive and a more directional light in terms of going forward rather than looking back and into the past, just staying in the present and looking towards the future rather than going back to such a lost mindset and sort of base my personal development of my cultural identity, my effort to connect and educate myself as much as I can. Um, but the fact is that every day I'm making those intentions and attempting and making that effort to preserve such an integral part of me and restoring that part while also forging those new connections and just allowing the journey to come into fruition and into place while also putting myself in that journey and making an effort to stay in that journey. I think that's the most important thing I can do for myself right now. So yeah, thank you all for listening to me. I hope you really enjoyed this conversation. I think it was a really important conversation I needed to have with myself and I hope all of you may have gotten something away from it or maybe even resonated with some of the sentiments I've experienced. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you next time. Bye!